0: I think we have a lot in common with Samuel, a lot in common with Samuel. I think we can be busy about doing a whole lot of things but in our spiritual lives we can be sleeping, we can be sleeping. But if we listen to this first story today, this first account from the scriptures that just talks about this kid who was helping out the, the priest in church and uh, his job was actually to keep the sanctuary lamp lit. and uh, Uh, he was just having a dream and woke up and thought the guy was calling him and twice and then you heard what happened the third time. If we just think it was about a kid who was having dreams and then finally the old guy says oh it's probably God so listen to him and and so he kind of wakes up. We would miss really the most important part of what this is about because this idea about God in our life really has a lot to do with this idea of sleeping. The, all the other things that we allow get in the way in our lives and kind of dull everything and, and we're kind of... Uh, we, things happen in our life, uh, but we get distracted by them instead of looking for a deeper meaning in them. And so after the second time, uh, Eli understood. He says, you know, the next time that happens, tell God, speak, Lord, your servant's listening. And so the third time that it happened, he said that and his life changed. It set him off on, the, on the, the account of being a prophet, huh? But I think that in our own lives that there's some really important little things that we can take away with us. First thing is is that in, in our spiritual lives, we're never going to get there just on our own. A lot of times people say, well, it's just me and Jesus. We'll know it. That, that listening, that discernment comes in the context of other people. Other people help us to do that. Other people help us to do that. We need that otherwise... Uh, We are kind of sleepy. And so we have people who can help us in the church through our prayer, through reading scripture, but it happens really in community. It doesn't just happen on our own. And so that's what made him confident enough then, uh, finally to say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Now, second point today is this. That's an awfully powerful prayer. And if you're not willing to follow it, don't say it. I wonder how many of us are really uh, bold enough, confident enough, humble enough to say, Lord, whatever. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Think about the Blessed Mother who said, let it be done to me according to your word. It was the same kind of a thing. We like to kind of ram through life because we've got our own ideas and our own goals and the things that we want, but I wonder how often do we stop and listen to what God wants in a particular situation. I remember one time a a couple that were good friends of mine, and uh, they were trying to decide about building a new home. And uh, this was years ago. And they had the means to do it, but they were, oh, you know, we don't have any kids, should we be doing this? And so they entered into some dialogue about that, and one of the things that they did is they built this new home, because they were not that far from you and I, uh, they decided to build their home in such a way that they could take in a graduate student or something. They could live with them. That kind of helped them justify spending that kind of money. It wasn't just going to be about them. Huh? And so that happened after several conversations because it, it wasn't so much can we, it was should we. And that's kind of how discernment works in our life. There's a whole lot of things we can do, but whether or not we should do them is a matter of inviting God into the conversation. So we kind of connect that then with today's gospel that we have from John. And I think that it's a great question to imagine yourself answering Jesus. Because we kind of all follow the way it did in the gospel here. You know, oh, there's the Lamb of God, so we just kind of go along, and sometimes we just do it out of habit or out of routine. But what would you do if Jesus turned around, looked in the eye, and said, what are you looking for, Mr. Yeager? What are you looking for? I think it's a good question for all of us to ask ourselves. What are we looking for? What's the driver in your life? What's the thing that pushes you all the time? Is it fame and success? Is it security? Uh, what is the thing that really pushes you? And is that God or is it connected to God? That's, a, that's an important question. What are you looking for? Now, there's that great song we used to sing in the bar looking for love in all the wrong places Uh, so there can be kinds of things that we can kind of focus on but what is really going to satisfy that thirst in our life what are we really looking for the second part of that though is that Jesus said well if you really want to know come and see so the idea of it is is that no matter what happens we need to stay with the Lord not just kind of check in every once in a while or, uh, or go through our crazy, chaotic lives and every once in a while look over our shoulder and say, well, I hope you like what I'm doing, and then go on doing whatever we're doing. But it's that idea about putting both of these readings together today. I think that for many of us, and it happens all the time, myself included, we can be sleepy. We can be sleepy. Not really paying attention to the signs we have in our lives. Everybody has signs in their life. But whether or not you pay attention to them is another issue. Whether or not you listen to those signs or bring those signs to community so that they can help you to understand them and say, oh, maybe I ought to take a second look at that. Okay? Speak, Lord, your servant's listening. But Then the next part is the hard part. Uh, here I am. I come to do your will. Here I am. So we sing that song, you know, All here, I am, Lord, is it I? Have I heard you calling in the night? Well, for most of us, the night that God's calling in is when we're in trouble, when we have difficulties, when we have challenges in life. And that's really when we hear God the most. Why? Because there aren't any other distractions. The walls are down. We have no defenses left. That's why it's easier to hear God in the dark in the challenges of life. Then when things are going good, we don't need them. We got this. We got this. And so the old saying about there's no atheists in foxholes, uh, a lot of times people's faith gets stronger through the challenges of life if they listen to them, if they try to find some meaning in whatever horrible thing it is that they're dealing with in their life. So in these early days uh, of the new year, let's, let's think about those two lines. Speak, Lord, your servant's listening. Can we listen? Can we shut up long enough? Can we be quiet long enough to listen to God speaking in our lives? And then secondly, when we do hear that voice to say, here I am. I come to do your will. I hope we're up for it because he asks every day.